1: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host,
0: Todd Hoff. Oh yes, as I look up to the monitor and see the headline on Fox News this morning, impeachment articles will be exhibited today. Impeachment articles will be exhibited today. This is, of course, the day that the Democrats have been waiting for. This is the moment of history that we will all remember Probably will be some sort of a national holiday the next time some socialist is elected or whatever the case may be. But anyway, we'll talk about impeachment as the program comes together today. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash ToddHuffShow, where we're streaming live on Facebook this morning. Good morning to those of you listening there looking into this, uh, looking at this face made for radio. But it's good to be here. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm looking at the background at some of this stuff happening on uh, on the stage of uh, really relating to impeachment and so forth. I mean, it's, it's a complete, uh, it's it's just, it's a complete performance and a very bad performance at that. But as I said, we'll get to impeachment <laughs> as, the, as the program comes together today. Um, but I want to start with Elizabeth Warren. And Bernie Sanders. Now, I had not seen this. I don't think this was actually uh, what I want to say. I don't think this was actually released when we started this program yesterday. But CNN, CNN, doing a deep dive, actually found audio. You may have seen this. Elizabeth Warren goes up to Bernie Sanders at the conclusion of the debate, would have been on Tuesday night for those of you that would have hung into the end of this train wreck. I said there was one other point that entertained me. There was one point that made me not want to snooze and take a, take a nap. My wife checked out of that thing about, I don't know, 45 seconds into it. I can't say I blame her. But I hung in there as much as I could. As I mentioned, I flipped back, watched a little Barrett Jackson, saw TJ Frege of our own Freeji and Freeg auctions and marketing. Saw him up there on the stage auctioning off some pretty cool automobiles, some expensive automobiles out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Watched a little Seinfeld, watched a little Trump rally, flipped back when I could, when I built up enough resistance by watching those other programs to free my mind of the nonsense and the gibberish and the silliness that I was subjected to by watching the democrat debate but it's my job folks to tune in and watch this silliness and report to it, or report to you about it share my thoughts and comments and all that sort of thing but anyway i didn't see the end of it because this also would have been one point that would have been entertaining for me of course i didn't see it live so i wouldn't have heard heard this because as cnn will explain here in this this clip it's a couple of minutes long and I am going to play the, the the way CNN presented this. Sometimes I just play the sound bites, the relevant sound bites of the folks talking, but sometimes I like to play the whole report because I just I find this interesting. I find it interesting the way that CNN frames this. And there is a couple things I'll mention about it once I play the sound bite. But Bernie and Elizabeth Warren basically accusing one another of calling, you know, calling. Calling them liars. Bernie says, Elizabeth Warren, you called me one. Elizabeth Warren says, Bernie, you called me one. Actually, Elizabeth Warren went first. She's the one that hightailed it across the stage there. Made a beeline for Bernie. Wouldn't even shake his hand, by the way. (laughs) I don't know. This just entertains me. This is, uh, again, remember, we've had years. We've had years of negative press for Donald Trump. We've had phony Russian collusion nonsense. We've had this impeachment shenanigan this is not the way this is supposed to work. The idea that Trump's approval rating is not above 0.2% it just doesn't compute for these folks. This should not be this should not be what we are uh, the reality of what we're dealing with. And combine that with the fact that they've got a bunch of jokers on the stage. Nobody knows who they want to support in Iowa, and I'm not sure you know, I think the Democrats want you to believe the the party leaders uh the, the the talking heads if you will they want you to believe that that's because there's such a variety of wonderful choices out there well except for the fact that a they haven't presented to us to the american people first to the democrat party but to the american people by extension they have not presented to us this slate of diverse candidates on the debate stage remember this is what they preach and proclaim constantly this is this is more important than any single idea Any single idea that's uttered is what matters is someone's identity, whether they're man, woman, gay, straight, bi, whatever other acronym they want to attach to that, Uh, whether they are, you know, the the, the common litany of, of identity politics. And again, I've said before, I'll say it again, because sometimes we have liberal listeners, rest assured, you've tuned into Radio Safe Space. Conservative, not not bitter on here, so we won't be too hard on you, although the ideology of your party has completely uh, lost its mind. It's completely insane, especially as it adopts more and more of socialism. But anyway, this – of course we want to live in a country where people can be elected regardless of any of those identity, po- political issues, gender race and things like that but we don't want to live in a nation where people are elected because of these things i I find it fascinating that we have to say these sorts of things this to me is as elementary as me saying that the sun is going to rise this morning like that is this is a fundamentally basic and easy to understand thing but it's apparently missed on a lot of people but anyway I want to start with this soundbite. It's a couple minutes long. Hang in there. It's the way that CNN presented it. I'm not just going to play the live audio. I want to hear. I want you to hear how they presented this on CNN. I want you to hear how they talk about how Elizabeth Warren tried to not make this an issue. <laughs> how she tried to not make this an issue. This this was planned. This was th- they knew this would come up. They leaked it whatever a day or two before the debate they knew this would happen this was intentional this was 100 percent intentional anyway so i want to play this soundbite cnn this was uh i think this played last night on anderson cooper so that being said let's listen to the clip
1: with applause still ringing at the end of the democratic debate in iowa last night the simmering feud between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders suddenly boiled over.
2: I think you called me a liar on national TV. What? I think you called me a liar on national TV.
1: Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion, we'll have that Anything? discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it I'm now. Not, I don't want to get in I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Treat okay. She walked away without a handshake after intentionally trying to de-escalate the fight just- earlier in the debate.
2: Bernie is my friend, and I am not here to try to fight with Bernie.
1: But Warren wanted to make a point that a woman can win the presidency. It was one of the most memorable lines of the night.
2: Look at the men on this stage. Collectively, they have lost 10 elections. The only people on this stage who have won every single election that they've been in are the women.
1: They were sparring over a comment Warren says Sanders made during a private meeting in 2018 that a woman couldn't win the White House. Sanders strongly denied ever making such an assertion. As a matter of fact, I didn't say it. Uh, And I don't want to waste a whole lot of time on this, because this is what Donald Trump and maybe some of the media want. Uh, Anybody knows me, knows that it's incomprehensible that I would think that a woman could not be president of the United States. In the moment, Warren disagreed but waited more than an hour later until after the debate to accuse Sanders of calling her a liar. Now we reached out to the campaigns all day long and again tonight once we uh, went through this audio, Anderson, and neither campaign wanted to give a comment on this. We caught up with Senator Sanders on Capitol Hill today. He did not want to talk about this at all. One thing is clear, both sides were trying to de-escalate this feud on the debate stage, but it clearly did not work. Now it's escalated once again. I'm told that they did not speak today. Uh, But they will be side-by-side in close proximity uh, tomorrow at that Senate impeachment trial, Anderson.
0: And just just explain how the audio, uh, how we got this audio now.
1: Well, Anderson, we saw it play out, but we couldn't hear it play out. But... Um, My colleagues here at CNN spent the day looking through backup audio. It was not recorded from the primary audio system. It was a backup separate system, uh, and they found it uh, late today. We listened to it. We matched it with the video. So that's how we're able to uh, reveal this moment. So certainly uh, interesting, 19 days before the Iowa caucuses. They are going after some of the same voters here, the progressive voters.
0: We will see how this feud continues. All right, so a couple of things. Couple of things from this. Number one, well, at the end, I think the, the whole the whole softball question. Wow, Anderson Cooper says, "How did how did you get this audio?" Well, I'm glad you asked, Anderson. I'm a fellow CNN employee here on the great team at CNN, where we're the most trusted name in news. Of course, this is a complete joke. These folks. you know what? Someone got me a a little kind of a gag gift for Christmas. It's a fake news stamp. In fact, if you're watching on the Facebook cam, you might be able to see it. It's next to the Trump. My father-in-law is listening. I'm referencing the mug you got me now, the Donald Trump coffee mood chart mug. Back here behind me as well. But there's also a fake news stamp. Fake news stamp. If I had this printed out, I would... Stamp that thing right now, fake news. But what they want you to believe is that, ah, you know, CNN, we have such a great team here. They are at work finding ways to get the truth to you, folks. This is what we do on a daily basis. Of course, the only time they're really interested is when two socialists are arguing and fighting about something. They want to make sure that they get to the information so that you can properly choose between which socialist you want to lead this great nation away from free markets capitalism the foundational principles in this country the constitution and headlong into socialism so anyway that's the first thing they they want you to know that's the most important thing you know we're this is is addressing the fake news uh, i guess allegations or brand that they've been given by trump and others this is to kind of address and undermine that number number one but the content the content of this is is Astounding to me. They say Elizabeth Warren clearly was trying to de-escalate this fight. She's (laughs) clearly trying to de-escalate it as she makes a beeline towards Sanders after the debate, refusing to shake his hand. I guess that's a way that Democrats think that one can de-escalate a fight by refusing to shake the hand of a fellow socialist. They argue about it, call each other liars. Then the report tells us at the end of the or the the day after, which would have been yesterday, the day after this contentious encounter on stage, which, by the way, was the result of an intentional uh, series of actions by Elizabeth Warren, my cousin Liz. You know, the one that wants you to grab her a beer, honey. Grab her a beer. She talks about her campaign in 2020 just to randomly decide to shoot an Instagram live video to launch her campaign, and gee whiz, Honey, honey bee, I forgot to grab me a beer. Grab me a beer so I can sit here and talk to my folks about about this election here. This this lady, I'm telling you, this is all orchestrated and staged and all this. This is and and then we are supposed to believe from all this? We're supposed to believe that both camp both campaigns are trying to de-escalate this fight. Elizabeth Warren thinks this fight hurts Bernie Sanders. She needs Bernie Sanders voters in order to win the Iowa caucus. Right now, as it stands, you get the two front-running socialists, meaning the, the, the socialists who are most likely to win the the nomination, fighting for votes for one another. So she figures, if I can brand Bernie a sexist, it's always works when we run against Republicans unless they're Donald Trump because he actually fights back. But let's try this for the Democrat. Now, I'm not defending Bernie or anything. I'm, you know, I it's just not my intention here but it is predictable it is intentional this is part of the process this is part of the strategy this is how these folks operate it is who they are i've got to take a break a little bit more on this when we get back then we'll talk impeachment you're listening to the home of conservative not bitter talk where listening can stop and even reverse that's right folks even reverse the unbelievable effects of liberalism 98% of scientists agree with that. That's 1% more. It's crazy. 1% more than believe that man is contributing to climate change and global warming. So this is scientifically proven to be effective. So sit tight. We'll continue our talk when we return. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are talking a little bit, a little bit here this morning about this feud between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. You may have seen this, if you didn't, effectively at the end of the debate on Tuesday night, which I know there was no way on earth you hung around until that point in time to see this happen. But at the conclusion of that debate, when the microphones were shut down, Elizabeth Warren made a beeline towards Bernie, refusing to shake his hand, saying, you called me a liar, Bernie says. No, I think you called me a liar, blah, blah, blah. This little exchange went back and forth. CNN reporters working behind the scenes to dig up truth, as they always do, as we know they always do, <laughs> digging up the truth. They somehow find another backup audio source where they capture this. They match it with existing video because you could see this in real time as you were watching live if you um, you know, had enough uh I don't know, hatred for yourself to put yourself through that through that process of watching the entire debate but you would have seen it happen you wouldn't have heard anything happen in fact it's probably when Van Jones was on stage telling us that he was very concerned that none of the Democrats on the stage that night did anything that would actually increase their chances of beating President Donald Trump so as all that stuff was going on this was happening in the background kind of as effectively like the b-roll footage as other people are talking you saw this live happening in the background but they captured the audio the folks at cnn working so hard to make sure americans get their news and information found this uh, put this together and presented it and we played that clip in the first segment we talked a bit about it there's a couple other things i want to say number one when they played what elizabeth warren said during the debate Right, We're supposed to believe that Bernie – and maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe Bernie said, hey, Elizabeth Warren, a woman can't beat Donald Trump in 2020. Maybe he didn't. I don't – or maybe he didn't say it. I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> the idea, though, the idea that Elizabeth Warren's campaign don't, don't want this or doesn't want this to escalate is completely absurd and laughable. I mean they, they're the ones that leaked this. Shortly before the last debate, before the Iowa caucus, she stands to gain the most from any Bernie voter who would decide to go to someone else because Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are both socialists. Don't give me the nonsense of democratic socialists. What is a democratic socialist, by the way, anyway? Isn't a democratic socialist just someone who believes they're entitled to anything that you possess on your own so long as a majority of people say that, that that you can take it. I mean that's that's really it. As long as a majority says it, I've got a right to it. Well, yippee ki yay What the world does that have to do with protecting the rights of the individual? And by the way, that's a a bit of a charade as it is. Bernie believes in taking whatever he wants from someone to give to someone else that he thinks that they need. I don't think that's moral, by the way. I don't think that's moral at all. But Bernie thinks that it is, and apparently a good chunk of the Democrat Party does because they're trying to decide which socialist they want to vote for. And so the idea that this was just, it's unintended. They they want to de-escalate this. Bernie wants to de-escalate this. Bernie's in a pickle. Bernie's thinking, I am accused of being a sexist to the party that is masterfully skilled at making sure we accuse everyone else of being sexist, of being racist, of being homophobic, of being whatever. You know, the game that's always played. This is how it's played. You know, I've I've toyed with the idea of changing Bernie Sanders' name on this program to something like Bernie Sanders the Sexist. Not because I really think that, but just to, to illustrate the point of how they turn on each other, of how they use the same tactics and tricks to defeat each other as they will use... Against any Republican, this is predictable. This is in this is undeniable. This is how they operate. It's who they are. It's it's winning at all costs. That's 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 really how they go about doing it. And, and truly, it's winning. It's winning with uh, superficial arguments. It's really an attempt to avoid substantive debates. Because candidly, candidly, when the light of truth is shined on their silly ideas and ideologies it crumbles immediately so let's make this about anything besides the ideas let's make it that's that's how they look at this so but i go back to elizabeth warren so she she's saying bernie said women can't can't win in 2020 or whatever she's she's actually accusing him of really what they want to stick is bernie's a sexist and they want women who support bernie to say i can't support a sexist I've got to support a socialist, though. The next choice is my cousin Liz, the make believe Native American. And so she stands to, to gain from this. Now, the only thing I did hear on, this, on the debate stage that indicated a degree of sexism was coming from Elizabeth Warren's mouth. She's the one who said, she's the one who said, the men, the men on this stage have lost a combined 10 elections. By the way, let me ask you this question Do you think that that's just random knowledge? Elizabeth Warren has in her head. Do you think that she just knows that? Do you think that she had that calculated in her mind just by happen chance, and that kind of hit her as a stream of consciousness? Is that what you think? Is that what the Democrats think? Or is it more likely that she had some staffer look into this because she was waiting to use this one-liner, this zinger, whatever, whatever the left views this as. She was waiting to use it to further harm Bernie Sanders and to to hammer home her point because she continued by saying the only candidates on this stage who've won all the elections they've been in are the women. So if I'm translating that, it sounds to me like Elizabeth Warren's the one that's saying a man can't win against Donald Trump in 2020 and that a woman has a much better chance of beating Donald Trump in 2020, which of course is not sexist because you can't be sexist against men you can't be racist against white people you can't uh, be uh, religiously intolerant of people who are christians that's the way that this is portrayed in the media and a lot of people uh, accept adhere to this silly stupid broken morally bankrupt ideology so that's all i care to say about this today i want to talk about elizabeth warren don't want to talk about Bernie Sanders. I want to talk. Well, I don't want to talk about impeachment, but we're going to. The shenanigan and the charade continues, as they have finally. Nancy Pelosi has finally uh, gone through the process of sending the articles of impeachment over to the Senate. I want to play that soundbite where she's. I got to tell you, her her announcement yesterday. She's she she's incoherent sometimes and i think that this presentation speech yesterday borderlined on that so we'll play that we'll talk a little bit about impeachment what happens next but we'll do that after this next break sit tight you're listening to home of conservative not bitter talk i am your host todd huff back here in just a minute So, we are going to shift gears here. We're not going to talk anymore about Bernie and Elizabeth Warren's junior high feud. You're lying. Uh-uh, you are. lying uh you are you are the liar. I'm telling mom. I mean, that's kind of what this feels like. Anyway, of course, we can't know. But you got to side with the woman. That's what I do know. You have to side with the woman in a political, well, in a political sense, that is uh, the PC sense. That's what has to be, be done today. Because if you don't, you're of course, sexist, because the only reason you would disagree with the female in this situation is because she's, well, because you don't like women, I guess. That's where we've gotten to. That, this, is, this is an enlightened society. This is, <laughs> this is where we get to. This is what progress, this is where progressivism leads us to the point to where you have to agree with someone. Um, if, if you're a white male, in particular, a white Republican Christian male, you better agree with anyone. Who doesn't look like you? Because that's, I mean, you, you're bound to be called, you know, sexist or homophobic, or you know, someone who hates someone because of their religion or skin color. You don't have any real choices here. You're kind of, you have to, and so Bernie, Bernie being a old white guy, of course he's a socialist and he's a Democrat, so he gets a pass, except for when another Democrat, another socialist, attacks him. So he's he's kind of stuck here. He wants us to go away telling you elizabeth warren doesn't the cnn reporter that tells us oh clearly clearly both campaigns want to de-escalate this feud no they don't elizabeth warren wants this out there she wants people thinking bernie's here i go talking about this again i told you i didn't want to but anyway i want to put that behind us i want to move into impeachment want to move into impeachment because today or yesterday nancy pelosi got the Well, got everything together to finally send this over to the Senate. Sending this over to the Senate, where now we're going to spend some more time on this stupid impeachment saga, the witch hunt, if you will. We're going to talk about that in the the Senate now. There's going to be a trial. The senators will be the jurors. The chief justice of the Supreme Court will be the presiding judge. And this thing's going to go on, and there's going to be, of course, drama. They introduced the managers of impeachment yesterday, which included Adam Schiff. Of course it does. Jerry Nadler, two folks that spearheaded this nonsensical gibberish in the House of Representatives in their respective—I'm not going to say respectable, but in their respective committees— and so they're the ones that started this process. They might as well be the ones to finish it. Now Nancy Pelosi knows that the chances of actually getting Trump removed from office are as close to zero as as they can be. But she also knows that she has to continue down this route, especially especially when Democrats need to have this uh, this this energy, this narrative. And you'll hear this as I play this soundbite. Uh, I'm looking at the clock here. We we'll have to wait till after the after this next break. But as I play the soundbite, you'll hear Nancy Pelosi uh, Trump, <laughs> kind of taunt uh, Trump, kind of talk about the historical relevance of this. In fact, I don't know what she's talking. I mean, there's there's a point in time where she's just, I think, saying random words. She's just talking about time. I don't even know what she's trying to get at she loses her track uh, train of thought and she kind of goes off on some some tangents into some areas that i mean only Nancy Pelosi can take us but so so we have this this process happening taking shape and moving over to the senate so there will be the the trial now and the chief justice john roberts will be the will preside over the uh, the process i saw yesterday where i think it was uh, adam Schiff. Good old Adam shift <clears throat> is announcing that there's even new- there's new evidence new evidence uh, that's going to be introduced they're They're battling about which witnesses to call now they're battling about the the rules and the format of this actual impeachment process because that has to be hammered out by by the Senate. This is the Senate's prerogative of course Nancy Pelosi's saying the Senate's the one the Senate is the body that's actually. Uh, making a game out of this, not taking it seriously. When in reality, the House of Representatives just went through one of the most despicable, uh, (laughs) shameful series of hearings, actions, uh, this, this whole drafting of articles of impeachment, the way that she's held back the articles of impeachment. This was supposed to have been a brilliant move. Not really sure what this accomplished. And so now... This has all come to a head. This is now going to be passed over to the Senate. The House is going to now relinquish all power. Of course, they're going to be out in front of the TV cameras, in front of the microphones, talking about things that hey, – trying, trying to spin this, trying to get as much political capital out of this as possible. And and again, I've said this from, from the beginning. Um, I don't think – we need to be quite aware that the Republican senators or certain Republican senators who are about to face – heavy, heavy pressure to vote to remove Trump from office. People like Mitt Romney, people like uh, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, maybe others. So, that being said, I want to set that up so that when we return, I can play this soundbite from Nancy Pelosi as she announces with glee, with joy, and with a lot of, what I want to say, a lot of uh, confusing remarks. Yesterday, she announces that the House we'll be passing this over she's announcing the the managers of impeachment there's seven of these folks radical leftist democrats who are going to be acting as the prosecution the prosecution of president donald trump in the senate as his impeachment trial will begin here shortly and of course we'll talk about that as this develops but i want to talk about the announcement in the in the next break or the next segment after this break so sit tight you're listening to the home of conservative not better talk i am your host todd huff we're listening can in fact cause you to lean to the right be careful out there this morning back in just a minute So I need to get to this soundbite in order to fit this in. It's a couple minutes long. This is Nancy Pelosi yesterday announcing that the impeachment articles were being, whatever, handed over to the Senate. And she's announcing those who would be managing the impeachment trial, Democrats from the House of Representatives. So with that being said, I'm going to play this soundbite for you so that you can take it in in all of its glory. Nancy Pelosi yesterday at the podium talking about the next steps in the impeachment process.. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: Good morning, everyone. This is a very important day for us. and as you know, I'm referenced temporal markers that our founders and our poets and others have used over time uh, to place us in time. To emphasize the importance of time, because everything is about time—how we use log. it, how we make, how we uh, mark it—and today is an important day because today is the day uh, that we name the managers. We go to the floor uh, to pass the resolution to transmit uh, the articles of impeachment to the Senate, mm-hmm. and later in the day, when we have our engrossment, uh, that we march. Of those articles of impeachment to the United States Senate. As I've said, it's always been uh, our founders when they started. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary, when Abraham Lincoln four and seven years ago, Thomas Paine. Now are the t- these are the times that try men's souls. The That's times have found us that. again and again. Even even our poets of. Uh, Longfellow, what is remember, listen, my children, and you will hear the midnight ride of Paul Revere on the 18th of April in 75. Hardly a man is now alive that remembers that famous day and year. Mm-hmm. It's always about marking history using time. On December 18th, <laughs> the House of Representatives impeached the President of the United States, an impeachment that will last forever. On, since December 18th, there have been comments about, when are we going to send the articles over? Well, we had hoped <clears throat> that the courtesy would be extended, mm-hmm. that we would have seen what the process would be in the Senate. Short of that, uh, that time has revealed many things since then. Time has been our friend.
0: In all-, all right. I mean, listen, I, th- this is pure gibberish. Our founders... And our poets, they use time to mark time, to symbolize time. Time is our friend. Time is on our side. What on earth is she talking about? I understand the the gist of what she's saying. What she's getting at is, hey, this is a monumental thing. Hey, this needs to be recognized. Now, I'm not saying I agree with this, but this is what she's trying to say. This needs to be... Marked in the minds of the American people that this is the day again, this is why I say things like the Democrats, if there's a future Democrat radical leftist president God forbid, they might declare this day, would have been yesterday, January 15th, some sort of a national holiday to to memorialize it, to memorialize the importance of this day, it's the day that the House of Representatives finalized the impeachment process, named their managers those that would be Effectively prosecuting if you will the president of the United States for the egregious actions and acts that have been set forth in the articles of impeachment and of course she did this with, with so much so much sadness I didn't hear the sadness here actually what I heard was this is a great moment in history that's what I heard no fake tears no phony crying here this was her her moment to stand on the hill stand on the mountaintops and you know, basically praise herself, praise the Democrats, and act victorious. I don't know what she's saying about time and time is our friend and founders use time to mark time. That doesn't even make sense. You use time to mark time. I mean, I don't even want to explain it. this. My my eight year old would understand this. Would understand that what's being said up there is complete silliness. I understand what she's getting at. But I want you to to take note of this comment she made that, where she said that impe- you know, Trump's been impeached and quote it will last forever. I think she's tipped her hand and saying, you know, she knows how this ends. They they might they might want to pretend that you know they're holding out hope that Republicans in the Senate would would put aside partisanship, would put aside partisanship, and actually care about the constitution this is how they'll talk about this can they can they actually come to the side of the democrats who of course are always the logical ones from the perspective of the media the radical left this is foregone conclusion of as what should happen what should actually happen of course trump should be removed from office this is a no-brainer to the left to the radical unhinged left and so she's really she knows i think she knows that this is her last moment to kind of celebrate, and she's taunting the president. You've been impeached, and it will last forever. And you know what? So what? So what? The whole point of impeachment should be, if it's actually done with any integrity, should be to actually cause the president to face consequences for his actions. Of course, the reason that he's not going to face the consequence of being removed from the Senate, barring something incredible happening, is because this is nonsensical rubbish. This is silliness. This is make-believe. This is political theater. This is an extension of Russian collusion investigation. And so she knows this is her moment, really one of the last moments she's going to have. She's going to hand this over to the, to the Senate, to the Republicans in the Senate, and the chances of removal from office happening are near zero. So I just wanted to share that, play that for you, and... Let you get a glimpse into the the inner workings of how how these things are done. This was a pitiful performance, by the way, by Nancy Pelosi. I've got to take a break. You're listening to conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. 18. So now that we have the articles of impeachment handed over to the Senate, we'll have a whole process whereby, and that'll formally begin here today. The Senate will begin setting the whole process, talking about witnesses, how this will be done, presented, and um, of course there'll be debate about this. There'll be spin about this. There'll be this is this is again the tip of the iceberg here with the with regards to what will happen with the impeachment proceedings once they fully get over to this what they they are but i mean as full as far as uh, you know the, the the final process set and they and they begin actually the process of of having the the trial if you will so lots to talk about lots to talk about here as we move towards that uh, as time goes by but i've got to wrap up for the day as always i appreciate you listening very much good to be here. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. SDG. We will see you tomorrow. Take care.